take action. Action leads to failure, which is necessary to fuel growth. You have to act. You have to fail. All right. Don't see failure as failure. See it as progress. The only time failure is failure is if you refuse to try and you're lying on your deathbed wondering what if to me, you're a failure. Okay. You failed yourself. Podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind. Each week, my guests and I provide the skills for thinking bigger, overcoming adversity, and making an impact with your work. What's going on? This is episode 118 of the Perspective Podcast. My name is Scotty Russell of Perspective Collective, and I am here to help you build a killer side hustle and elevate your brand outside your day job. At the end of each episode, I share a listener of a week, so stick around to figure out how you can get a shout out on a future episode in the show notes as well as in the newsletter. For so many people, getting started is the hardest thing. There's a lot of factors at play that hover around self-doubt and fears. Taking action and seeing things from a macro perspective instead of a micro perspective is everything so you can see the bigger picture of what you're missing out on. Today, I'm keeping it short, I'm keeping it punchy, and I'm giving you three reasons to overcome your fear of getting started now so that your future self will thank you. I got to give a huge thank you to today's podcast sponsor, which is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash perspective podcast. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at Retro Supply. Retro Supply is the leading provider of Illustrator, Photoshop, Procreate, and Affinity Design resources to make your work stand out in a fraction of the time. Use promo code SCOTTY20, and that's SCOTTY with a Y, S-C-O-T-T-Y, to save 20% off all their resources like brushes, actions, textures, and fonts. This even works on sale items and bundles over at RetroSupply.co. You can also find everything we talk about as well as these sponsors in the show notes at Perspective-Collective.com slash 118. Let me know what you think of this episode by helping me spread the good word and the good vibes. Please share a screenshot or a video of the episode you're listening to and tag me on Instagram so we can connect so I can share the love back. As always, keep an open mind and act on anything that inspires you today. Let's go. I'm going to leave this off with a quote. All right. Quotes can be cheesy, but at times they really hit home with me. And this one comes from Susie Kazam. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. And that leads me to the three causes of self-doubt, which equals up to I'm not enough. The following concept is from a talk Lewis House gave at the Summit of Greatness last year in October 2018. If you want to know more about a summary of that, go back to episode 101 at perspective-collective.com slash 101. That was a super enlightening conference. It really changed my life and it's pivoted to where I am today with my messaging and my brand. But Lewis that day, he mentioned that the three causes of self-doubt that hold us back from starting and chasing our own dreams, and in this case, our creative dreams, fall into these buckets of fear. First is the fear of failure. Second is the fear of judgment. And third is the fear of success. So the fear of failure, um, you're not doing good enough. You're going to fail immediately right out of the gates, you know, and you know, you're just going to let everyone down, including yourself. The fear of judgment. You know, I struggled with this one, especially being a people pleaser of feeling like I have to please everyone with my work. You, you're not pizza. You know, you can't please everyone. You can't make everyone happy. That's that's the motto I live by. But at the same time, I ended up realizing at this conference that the fear of judgment mostly came from me being afraid of what people I highly respected or the people I wanted the res- the the people I wanted uh, awareness of, you know, my, my heroes, you know, I was afraid of them judging me when 
really, it's it's okay because we're just on different frequencies. Not everyone's got to love your shit. So I'm working on that one. And then the third one is fear of success. And I didn't think this one bugged me, but then it did in case like something got way bigger than I ever expected. And it drove a wedge between me, my wife and my son, you know, something that took me away from time or something that grew us on different paths, you know, so fear of success actually does scare me, which is weird to say, but you know, that's just a different outlook. So I want you to visualize this. It'll be in the show notes, but imagine a three ring Venn diagram. And each one of these circles has one of these fears located. So one circle has the fear of failure. One circle has the fear of judgment. And one circle has the fear of success. And at the overlapping center of the three, the overlap of that center area is the feeling that I'm not enough. And to me, those are the causes of self-doubt. And that feeling of I'm not enough in these fears is what really fuels us from not starting something. And that's why I want to pivot now. I want to go into the three reasons why you need to be starting something ASAP. All right. And the first reason, and this is the most important one. And when people ask me, I ask people all the time, like when you're 85 years old, you know, or maybe you're 92 or 110, whatever death age is going to be. I don't know if that kind of average. So let's just say when you're 120, because hopefully by the time we're there, you know, technology has gotten so far advanced and all this stuff. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So when you're 120, what do you want to look back on and wish that you would have done at this age right now? And so the reason number one that you need to start ASAP is so you can avoid the what ifs on your deathbed. And let me dive more into this. There's an interesting book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, A Life Transformed by the Dearly Departing. And this was by Bonnie Ware. And the number one regret from those on their deathbed, as well as all kinds of surveys taken all across the world. It all seems to kind of relate back to this one is that I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. And Bonnie states from there, this was the most common regret of all. When people realize that their life is almost over and they look back clearly on it, it's easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people had not honored even a half of their dreams and had to die knowing that it was due to the choices they made or didn't make. Health brings a freedom very few realize until they no longer have it. And some additional thoughts on this. I really vibe to this. I spent a lot of my time making my choices depending on what others thought. And I'm to this point now where I will not let the thoughts and influences of my family, my friends, and damn sure not acquaintances or people on Instagram or on social media deter me from pursuing my calling and causing me to settle and live an average life. It just passively exists. I will not let this shit happen anymore. And you shouldn't either. All right. And easier said than done, especially if the thing holding you back in life is a relationship from getting what you want, then, you know, it, it, it's hard. Totally get it. Totally understand. I've had some really hard times with my wife over the last couple of years. Now our visions are aligned. She helps me. She has great ideas. She's a contributor to my business, and my brand. She's a valuable asset to me. And it hasn't always been that way. And I boxed her out for a long time. And, you know, for me, looking back on things now, if I was 120 years old and my wife was trying to get me to stop doing what I'm doing now because it didn't align with what she wanted in life, I know on that deathbed, it'd be really hard for me to, you know, switch up my priorities and give up on my dream. And she doesn't want that for me. And that's that's why that's that's why she's my boo. All right. It's my baby mama. Um, another final thoughts is, 
don't ignore the omens and signs. And this is also something plucked from the uh, the Alchemist episode. Alchemist episode is like 91, possibly. It's been a while. But basically what it's saying, like the, the signposts of life, you're going to get signs and omens that show you you're on the right way or show you you're on the right path of doing the things you love or you're getting closer to achieving your dream. And the more you continue to ignore them, eventually they're going to stop coming your way. So don't give up on your dreams. If you see these things coming at you, and showing that you're on the right path, the signposts of life, then you can't ignore these things, okay? That, that's that's your intuition, that's your call, that's your vocation, trying to pull you to the person you're supposed to become. If you're laying on that deathbed, avoid the what ifs. Switch something in your mentality, put yourself in that place. It's morbid, that's fine, but I'm trying to think when I'm dead, I don't wanna have no regrets. I wanna take a second and give a huge shout out to our sponsor today, Audible. And if you're a listener of the show, you know my love and appreciation for Audible, their services, and just audiobooks in general. And today I have a prospective podcast listener only deal for you. You have a golden opportunity to get started with a free audiobook download along with a free 30 day trial that gives you the opportunity to check out these services as well. And with this free audiobook, my top recommendations are always going to be The Alchemist. That's my favorite book. Otherwise, Atomic Habits by James Clear and This Is Marketing by Seth Godin are what I've been vibing to the most. So to download your free audiobook right now, go to audibletrial.com slash perspective podcast. Again, audibletrial.com slash perspective podcast for your free audiobook. You can thank me later. Thanks, Audible. Enough of the rambling. We're moving on to number two. The number two reason that you should start today is because you're going to regret not starting sooner. And this one really hit home with me when I was writing out this outline. So first off, I got to tell you, avoid the trap of tomorrow. And if you can relate to this, how many times have you been in this position where you're like, I'll start this when I have time. I'll start this when I have the energy. I'll start this when I have the resources. I'll start doing this when I hit the age of 120. No, I'm just kidding. I'll start this when I land this new job. I'll start working out when blah, 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 etc. Have you ever dealt with this? And don't lie because I know you have because I've done it too. Everybody does it. All right. It's the trap of tomorrow. We got to avoid it. And here are my biggest regrets. And my biggest regrets in life have never been, damn, I never should have attempted that. Like I can't. I can never really recall a time that I've, well, there's been a couple really dumb shit that I've done in my life, but I, I got a really big learning lesson out of it. I thought that I never should have attempted that. You know, it kind of is there, but when it comes to my creative dream, I've never had that regret. My biggest regret has always been, damn, I wish I would have started doing that sooner. And let me give you some examples. So number one, which a lot of you may be in this boat. The first thing is, I wish I would have shared my art and my work sooner. I wish I would have embraced that I was an artist, embraced I was a creative, instead of hiding it my whole life, afraid that people were going to use it against me to bully me. All right, it took me to the age of, I think I was 20. And if you're listening to the podcast, you know the story where my buddy Tyson stumbled across my stack of uh, sketchbooks when I was a junior in college. And he got on my ass like week after week after week about sharing it on Facebook because Facebook was the platform back then. And I finally did it and it was it was freeing for sure. Nobody made fun of me. And then sharing my work on Instagram and that changed my life was sharing my work on Instagram and getting that affirmation, that validation that this was more than a hobby. Okay, you know, there was attention on my work 
And that lit a fire under my ass, that first feature on good type, those features on the daily type, typography inspired, the design tip, design inspiration, that shit changed my life. And the next thing I wish I would have started sooner was blogging. You know, I always felt like I had more to share. I had more than just pretty pictures posted on Instagram platforms, you know, and you do too. You have way more to share to make an impact on this world. And blogging is what brought that out of me. Like my writing, I still don't think that my writing's the best. My writing voice isn't the greatest. It doesn't capture that witty, dumb sense of humor that I have. But writing opened me up to collecting my thoughts and channeling my feelings. It was like a journal and it allowed me to work through a lot of shit in my life, like anxiety and depression and the need to please other people. So blogging opened this up and it led me to speaking. It got me that opportunity. And then speaking, I wish I would have started that sooner because that led to podcasting. It took me six months to finally nut up and put out my first episode of the podcast because I was too scared of being perfect. Which then led me into video. You do not understand. Video terrified me for over two years. And it wasn't until the homie Colton Bacher hit me up out of the blue because he heard an episode um, that I had on with Ben Haggerty and Ben uh, Ben Realverse World who tours around with Beyonce and Jay-Z as their videographer and does the Black With No Cream community. He pushed me so hard to do video. And I was going to try to do it by the end of this year. And Colton hit me up in January. Boom, shit got started. I faced my fears. My biggest regret right now is why the fuck didn't I start doing video two years ago? I should be having a big ass YouTube channel by now and cross living on platforms with Instagram and YouTube. Like that is my biggest regret. Actually, here's my biggest regret. Investing time and effort into myself and my dream way sooner than the age of like 25, right? Is wishing that I would have took the time to invest the time and effort into myself in college. I could have bypassed a lot of hurdles and negativity and adversity and depression and the three very dark years of contemplating suicide outside of school had I tapped into this earlier. But again, that's all part of my story now. That adversity is part of my story that I can now own and I can share it to hopefully inspire other people to bypass some of those hurdles. And the biggest thing I'm learning that you'll regret not starting sooner is give yourself permission to accept that every new start is a humbling beginning. Also, stop overcomplicating everything. I have a little post-it note in front of me that I see every day at both my at-home office and my day job that says, stop overcomplicating everything, which is what I did with video for the longest time. I, It's not great in the beginning, but neither was my podcast, neither was my art, neither was my blog, um, neither was any of this. So every start is a new humble beginning, all right? And I'm proud as hell to look back on these first two videos I kicked out of Scott Beersack and Maggie into Rios of Litter Patterns. I'm hella proud of those first 10 episodes I put out in 2016, even though I will never, I can't say never. It's really hard to go back and listen to them. It's hard to scroll back to the beginning of my Instagram feed, but man, I'm proud of all that shit because I started. And that's what I'm proud of is I started. So take action. Action leads to failure, which is necessary to fuel growth. You have to act. You have to fail. All right. Don't see failure as failure. See it as progress. The only time failure is failure is if you refuse to try and you're lying on your deathbed wondering what if to me you're a failure. Okay, you failed yourself. You failed others, which I'll talk about next. And then other failure is trying but not sticking with it, even though it was probably something that you should have kept doing. If I would have if I would have quit doing video after my first attempt, you know, you know that means I'm a failure. And this is my perception. I'm not saying this is the principle of life of what failure means, but this is what failure means to me. And I also have a different view of what success means to me too. And you can have your own view and that's, what's great about life. And that's why it's the perspective podcast because we all have different points of view, but it's just, 
empathy is about understanding where someone else is coming from, putting yourself in their shoes. Again, tangents. Reason number three, this episode was supposed to be short and we're recording this at 5 a.m. right now. So my voice is a little raspy. But number three, the number three reason why you should get started ASAP is because you're robbing yourself and others of your gift and your future potential. And this is a beautiful quote. Um, I believe Andy J. Miller says this from Picasso, but I'm seeing everywhere else online, people are saying William Shakespeare. Regardless, this quote is magical. This quote is truly magical. And it states from my homie Bill Shakespeare or Picasso, nobody knows, but they state the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. We all have untapped creative potential and it's our duty to spend our days trying to discover it so we can share it with others. And that's what it that's what it is for me. My art is for me, but it's also for you because I think I can bring you value somehow. My my message, my story is my own, but I share it with you because I think it can provide you value. And you rob your current and future self of purpose, fulfillment, and happiness, as well as the value your gift can bring others by not starting. Okay? Answer the call. Start. So here's an action step for you. Very simple. All right, I got a whole list of episodes. I'll link them up in the show notes. Episodes that are based on attacking fear. And that's the action step I want to I wanna leave you off with is attack fear. And I'm going to get cheesy once again. And this quote by David Joseph Schwartz says, do what you fear and fear disappears. And, and Lewis said something similar that day at Summit of Greatness. He said, lean into fear until the fear disappears. Same thing, whatever, All right? Both, both hit you in the gut in the same way. And this is my challenge to you. What is the one thing holding you back from chasing your creative dreams? What is it? By the end of the day of when you first hear this episode, I challenge you to get uncomfortable and take that first step towards attacking that fear. And this could be having that hard conversation with the loved one about your dream. All right. One of my best friends, he's dealing with something like this right now. He's in a weird spot and my heart goes out for him. It's like, I want to give feedback and advice, but it's a rocky spot that he's in. It's really hard. It's really hard with his loved one. And I, I, I've been there, maybe not to the extent of he has, but it's hard. And it's going to be that hard conversation, right? What's your gut say? There's a big difference between what logic and a voice of reason is saying to you and what your heart and your gut saying. And I'm a big believer in going with your gut. All right, what if you're the kind of person who, you know, sharing your work on social media for the first time scares you? What's that first step you can do? Draw something, put it on Instagram. Or maybe the thing that's holding you back is signing up for that workout class because maybe you're not ready. Whatever it is, take action and don't fall into the trap of tomorrow because you're supposed to suck in the beginning. You got to suck ass in order to be great. Right? Nobody starts as an expert. Humble beginnings, my friend. Humble beginnings. And my final words of encouragement is, don't go to your deathbed regretting the action you never took that robbed you and others of fulfillment. You deserve to be happy. PC family, there we have it. A short and simple yet punchy solo episode to the heart and gut. And as I just mentioned, I'm big believer on the theory of listening to your gut and your heart as the voice of reason and logic wants to keep you safe, right? Your brain is trained to keep you safe and it's that caveman mentality. So 
my biggest encouragement to you is answer the call, that inner voice. Okay. We have two inner voices, I believe. One is the inner critic that tries to bring you down and make you feel like a worthless piece of shit. And the second is that inner voice that is your intuition, who's trying to nudge you to the person you're supposed to become. And it feeds you, it feeds your imagination, these dreams. Okay. It paints a picture of what could be and what could be could really happen. Okay. That's, that's the person you're supposed to become in my opinion. And so answer that call if you share the same opinion as I do. And if you found this episode to make an impact on you, please share it, all right? I, I need your help sharing these these good vibes with the world and push it to every pocket of the planet, all right? So again, tag me on Instagram stories if what you heard today made an impact on you. And real quick, I wanna plug the Facebook community. I don't do this enough and I only do it here because I want the right people in this family. So are you looking for a community of like-minded people who are sharing their work, sharing their resources like pricing models, oh, and books and all kinds of cool shit that can help you elevate your craft? Or are you looking for a community of people providing feedback and collaborating all across the world? If so, we would love to have you be a part of our private global Facebook family of creators. And you can do this right now by joining today and searching The Perspective-Collective on Facebook or click the links in the show notes. I'm always keeping stuff related to sponsors or related to this in the show notes every week so you can access it quickly. And we're looking to have you join us to be a part of the movement today. Welcome to the PC family, my friend. If you're digging what you hear and you want to support the growth of this show, if it's helped you on your creative grind, here are a few ways you can help. First off, you can financially support the show by backing the podcast over at patreon.com slash perspective podcast like our friends Iron Bean Coffee Company did. Shout out to them. The second way you can do this is by subscribing and leaving a rating and review over an Apple podcast or iTunes. And not only does this help the show climb the charts in the arts design category, but it also lets me return the love by giving you a shout out as listener of the week and get your name mentioned not only here in the show notes as well as in the newsletter. And I can also read those international reviews. This week, the listener of the week goes to Lime Biscuit from the USA, and they titled this one Short, Sweet, and Useful, and they say, I like this podcast because Scotty gives good points and doesn't expect me to listen for two hours to do so. I don't have all day. (laughs) You must not like the Joe Rogan podcast then or something, but this podcast helps me keep my creativity stirring while not eating up my whole day. Mark T. Sullivan, Lime Biscuit Creative. His Instagram handle is Lime underscore Biscuit. Go leave your Instagram handle so I can give you a shout out too. I want to give you a plug to share that love back. And as I wrap things up, I want to give a huge thanks to my podcast editor, Anya Brennan, executive assistant, Paige Garland, and my video specialist, Colton Bacher. You all are the glue that makes this happen. And a huge thanks goes out to Bluka for all the dope theme music you hear on the show. Listen and support him at SoundCloud, Spotify, and Instagram at Bluka. That's B-L-O-O-K-A-H. And as you finish off your week strong, I want to continue to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work, and keep creating. You got this.